welcome back to another episode of the It's All G podcast with me, your host, Carly Gibson. It is episode seven. It is a solo episode today. I have two or three episodes in mind that require me to be on my own. So I hope that's okay and that you don't get too bored. My last episode was with the lovely Orla Doyle. Um, so you should flip back to that episode if you haven't already listened. It was quite long, but it was nearly more of a chat that is very easy to listen to, I swear. I'm going to try and keep this one a lot shorter so that people actually stay on board and listen. Um, it might seem as though this episode should come or should have come at an earlier part this year. So at the beginning of summer or at least during summer, not at the end of August, but um, yeah, that would be me and I'm bringing it to the end of August. I wasn't going to film it or record it, I should say, because it is now the 22nd of August and summer is obviously coming to an end. Um, people are going back to school and college soon and it seems like, why am I talking about holidays and stuff? But you know what? What I'm going to speak about today doesn't just, um, it doesn't just kind of follow summertime but it's for a general social occasions um itself and so realistically anybody listening to this right now has more going on than just summer and you're going to have social occasions for the rest of the year like think about Christmas time but also just over the course of between now and and the new year like realistically you've got things going on whether they're birthdays celebrations um I don't know if there's more bank holidays maybe there is I think there's one coming up but I want people to be able to use this in general moving forward into um, different social occasions that you do have going on but I also want to use it as like a recap tool so almost like a if you've been on holidays this summer if you've been away that you're able to almost track back when you're listening to this episode and just have a little bit of a, of a think back for yourself a little bit of a reflection moment if you will so this episode is really all about just the holidays, how people um, navigate their holidays, the thought process behind holidays and as well coming home and, and, and the afterwards. And I think this is kind of the part that catches a lot of people. So part of this is inspired by the fact that obviously being um, an online coach, I have clients who've been away over the summer at various times and I've also been away myself and I always think I'm, I'm well I'm beginning to think more now that it's very your experience is very obviously different to your clients but as a coach if you are a coach listening to this you probably know that you give your clients a lot of advice on a daily weekly basis um, around everything from food to body image etc but to take it on yourself is a different story so my own trip as well or kind of two small trips that I had this year to Spain and Rome are, have kind of influenced um, this podcast as well. So just something that comes up quite a lot is if you've been on holidays already this year, if you've been somewhere um, and it was a holiday that you booked, how many of you listening got a coach or a trainer the, the minute you booked a holiday or you knew you were going on holidays this year? So you got to raise your hand right now if, if that is you. How many of you asked said coach or trainer how you were not going to mess up all your progress while away or how you could minimize the damage? Yeah, there is way more people that need to put their hands up, but you're not putting them up, but you should put them up because it was you. And this is something that is seen really, really often is people 
have this idea that going on holidays means you have to diet now I do want to say that I am not against dieting and I feel like I do have to say this in disclaimer because my message sometimes I get can come across that I'm anti-diet but I'm really not at all I am anti-dieting for the wrong reasons or when you require something completely different at that time for example you need to work on your relationship with food and that's not going to happen for some people while they are dieting so I'd also be like a massive hypocrite if I said that I didn't or if I didn't support body composition goals because I'm literally gaining phase myself and I also did a dieting phase before I went to Spain earlier on in June so I can't be hypocrite and say that I'm not here for dieting but I want to really get to you people who think that dieting is the best option for you, but you've no real idea as to what. You just automatically think holiday equals diet. Going away in a bikini equals diet. That's that's what comes to your mind initially. So it is important here that I suppose, in a way, if you're listening to this podcast and you dieted for your holidays, but you know that you dieted literally just because you were like, you know, what, I'm just going to feel a bit more comfortable. I'll do it. I have the time. I'm grand to do it. Like, I don't mind. You could be sitting in that camp of people. And that is super, super cool. And you definitely don't need to listen to this podcast thinking, oh, my God, am I do I have disordered habits? Do I have disordered behaviors? You probably don't. And I don't want to give you something that's not already there. But there is also another camp of people listening to this podcast whereby it came around summer they started to book holidays with their friends or their partners and the immediate reaction was oh shit like I need to lose fat for this for this holiday like I I can't go as I am that camp of people I really want you to start questioning things okay so it is this idea that you go on holidays and you want to diet but the question that I want to ask you is why like why do you have to diet before you go on holidays why okay And I know that this can be met with the answer of, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel more confident in my skin. And they're valid reasons, okay? We should all feel super good and confident in our own bodies because we only do have one and we can never exchange it or give it back or, you know, take a different one. We only do have one. And that can be a valid reason. But is that actually a reason is that your reason or was that your reason at some stage earlier this year? Why am I asking you this? Well, I'm asking you this because if you actually dig a little bit deeper into the reason as to why you decided or you thought dieting would be the best option for you earlier on this summer when you were going on holidays or you come up against it in a couple of months time or a couple of weeks time, I want you to start questioning it more. I want you to start actually asking yourself okay but why has this dieting thought popped into my mind why do I think it's the best thing for me right now can you ask or answer the questions honestly and truthfully that you are dieting for you because you genuinely love yourself enough to change or genuinely because you are just thinking this is a challenge I'm going to test myself Or are you doing it because for you, you're worried that you won't look as good as the people that you're with on holidays? You are afraid to get into a bikini because the friends that you're with are slimmer than you, who are smaller than you. You're afraid that you won't look attractive to your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And you're also just seeing so much diet talk 
on Instagram over these last couple of months or TikTok. I don't actually have TikTok, so I can't tell you what's on there. I'm trying my hardest to stay away from it. Um, you've seen so much die talk on Instagram, like a lot of challenges for the summer, a lot of people, you know, starting challenges or getting coaches. You've seen a lot of transformation photos. So as a result, you inherently believe that you should too be dieting because if these other people are dieting, why aren't you? Because if you're not doing what that said influencer is doing, I mean, are you doing the wrong thing? You know, so answer that truthfully for yourself. I mean, there's no right or wrong. And I, I genuinely, this is coming from a place of love. I'm not saying this to get you down or to bog you down or to make you think that you've made a wrong decision. I'm not. I always want this, this podcast, my coaching, it's completely non-judgment zone. Um, and it's free, you know, it, it's, it's really open for you to just express the way that you think and to just start questioning things a little bit more and if you're sitting there and you're quite uncomfortable right now and you're starting to really understand that a lot of your back-end reasoning behind dieting actually wasn't for yourself but it was to look a certain way to be a certain way because you were afraid of being in the body that you're in now in front of friends family boyfriends girlfriends and that's really uncomfortable to sit with. So if you are sitting there uncomfortable and you're ready to kick off the podcast, think, nope, I'm not dealing with this today. You need to stay put because this is for you. This is to start getting you to feel uncomfortable so that you can begin to realize that the decisions that you're making are potentially not actually for you and they're for other people. Now, again, like I said, there are people that probably dieted for their holidays and it was literally because, you know, they could do and I don't want to, again, crap all over the people who did diet and did diet successfully, because I do think it's a cool goal to have. And I know it might sound really hypocritical, like, oh, I, I don't mind dieting, but I don't want you to diet. And I get it. But I sit in that middle gray area camp where I will know if somebody is able to diet and if it's the correct thing for them to do. And I've seen this with clients where they will diet and I'll be happy to diet them because I've worked with them for so long that I get them and I know them and I know they're cool. But then I've had other clients where after working with them a little while, I just think, no, you're not dieting right now. And if they say they want to diet, I know that it's not for the best reasons. And I know it's because for Manny, they just want to gain back control. They don't want to have to go through the really, really tough work that comes with working in your body image and your relationship with food. Because in my opinion, working on those things is far more difficult than fat loss fat loss is easy relative to working on your relationship with food and body image it is like it really really is remember that because if you're out there thinking you know I'm seeing all of these people dieting for summer if they or they have dieted all summer and I'm here like working on body image like what the hell is that I get it we don't hear about this this type of topic talked about quite often okay or there is a growing there's definitely a growing um pool of people on social media talking about body image that little bit more but we can't negate the fact that the fitness industry is largely around body composition and it will probably forever be but this small camp of people talking about body image and relationship with food is growing and it is an important camp but okay back to the top back to what I was saying if you haven't already noticed I completely do these free balling because if I try and plan these out to the T I probably won't get them done and they won't be authentic and I won't say what's on my mind. So I just have to basically sit down with my coffee, press record and hope to God that it goes okay. Um, 
So yeah, that was the question of why did you diet this summer? Like, what was your reasoning behind it? Give me a good reason, okay? And if you are somebody who's actually properly done this, whether you have paused the podcast so that you can think about it, you know, open the notes section of your phone and write down your reasons why you dieted. You know, you could pause the podcast here, take a second and pop it down into your notes. Or if you're sitting at home, doing nothing right now, actually physically write it out on paper. And whichever way you do it, whether it's typing it out on the notes section of your phone or writing it down on paper, it really, really does help to put it in words. And it makes you understand that a little bit more. And if you want to share with me what your reasons were for dieting, you can DM me on Instagram, Grania underscore Gibson, or you can pop me an email, um, Grania Gibson coaching at gmail.com. And you can let me know what your reasons were. And did you have any thoughts after you wrote down your reasons? because that could be interesting, okay? And the question then I think comes of when you are going on a holiday and you think like, I'm gonna diet for this, okay? I'm gonna tell you this right now. And I, I do believe this to be true and you can call me up on it or disagree, but dieting is far simpler when you actually want to do it. So if you want to lose body fat, like you truly do, and it's not because you're going on holidays with friends that are leaner than you or um, because you want to look skinnier in a bikini or hashtag, you know, thinner equals confidence. It is far easier. If you decide that you're just going to diet on holidays because you've been sitting around maintenance for a while, potentially you've been in a surplus and you've not really any stressors in your life right now. So you think, yeah, I'll take on a dieting phase. I can do this. And you actually do want the challenge. If you're excited for it, you will find it pretty damn easy. But if you are dieting because you think you should, or because the people around you are dieting, or because social media is telling you that you have to, or you've essentially grown up thinking, well, if I'm leaner, I'll be more accepted. I'll be more loved. I will be sexier. And I will just overall be happier. Then you will find dieting super, super difficult you will okay it's not going to be easy and you're not going to love the process and again it's where your why is super important because I've seen this time and time again people will tell me that they want fat loss and it's not because they love themselves enough to change it's because of their external environment who they're surrounded by being around maybe in a group chat where everybody's talking about dieting for the summer or it's just the thing to do or their social media is just rife of fitness influencers who are getting really lean for summer and spouting the captions of I just feel really strong and sexy and confident right now and you're you're taking that you are believing that that is the truth and so you're equating the caption of confident and strong and sexy to the body so you're asking for that yourself but whenever that has happened I see people struggling with fat loss. I see them struggling to be adherent. And the more and more that I've coached now, the more I've become to realize that nine times out of 10, when someone is struggling with fat loss, it is not because their calories are wrong or because their cardio is wrong or their steps are wrong or training is wrong, but it's because they're not adherent and they don't want to necessarily be adherent or they're struggling to be adherent because they don't actually want this goal. Like fat loss is not their goal. So they feel like they're trying to achieve something that they don't actually want. It's very, very hard to work for something that you don't want to do. 
if you've ever done a job and work that's been really tedious and that you hate have you ever went into work skipping with joy excited for what's ahead have you ever had a module in college that you bloody despised and when you went about to do the assignments or the study for that module you died a little bit inside because you hated it yeah like you don't want to give it your all you're not exactly pumped up and buzzed to do it it's the same with dieting if you don't want to do it you're going to struggle and you're going to find it hard so if you are somebody even right now who you've put yourself into a deficit you've put yourself into a dieting phase you've said right fat loss is my goal is it actually your goal is it what you truly want to do because if it's not you really might just be setting yourself up for failure because you don't want it but you don't need to you know even if you uh, are maybe overweight or you are needing to drop body fat for your health now actually that could be a different camp but if you have body fat to lose but it's truly not your goal right now just sit with it a little bit and ask yourself well why are you putting this pressure on yourself right now to do it now I also know that a lot of people listening to this are probably heading back to college within the next two or so weeks and I am going to do another podcast cross your fingers that I am going to do this one I want to do one all about going back to college and talking about this so if you're listening to this and you want to chat about going back to college slash university body image diet culture etc toxic diet culture in college then probe me and make sure that I do that podcast like message me dm me because otherwise I might not do it but I really want to do it so you need to get on me with that one um but you need to just ask yourself the why you know first as, as to why you're doing it and I do promise you that if you are just waking up every Monday morning telling yourself that you have to diet but you've no reason it's just Monday and you obviously because you over it the weekend you have to diet please just stop that right now and start to be that little bit more compassionate with yourself and just ask yourself why like what's happening in your life right now what's good in your life right now like do you really need to diet or do you just think you do are you on that merry-go-round of dieting Monday to Thursday feel like you're in quotation marks screwing it up at the weekend and then going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and it's a never-ending loop if you are please stop that right now okay please 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 so when it comes to holidays if you've been on holidays or you've come back from holidays maybe you've tried to minimize the damage and this is something that really gets me okay so minimizing the damage makes it sound like you possibly couldn't go on a holiday and enjoy yourself without having caused damage and what strikes me with this term is that people are essentially saying that if they gain weight that is damage that gaining weight or body fat on a holiday would be damage damage is like when you whack your car into a pole or damage is when you break your leg Body fat gain is not damage. Like, it sounds really bad. I, have you, can you say that out loud to yourself? Like, fat gain is damage? Like, how wrong does that sound? Like, it doesn't sound great at all. But yet I hear constantly people saying, well, how do I not undo my progress on holidays? Or how do I not, or how do I minimize the damage? And I'm there thinking to myself, how is, how is a, a couple of pounds damage? Or how is you know, gaining a little bit of weight damage. I just don't understand it. But this is where, again, you need to actually say it out loud to yourself. 
So I'm telling myself that if I gain weight on holidays, it's a bad thing. But why? Why is it suddenly a bad thing? Now I get that if you're somebody who maybe dropped all the body fat before they went away and you've got very used to seeing yourself in a leaner body, that you don't want that to come back on. And anybody I do believe who starts from being overweight or higher body fat and they lose that weight, to put that back on can be really scary. It can be really daunting because you don't want to be back at square one. And that fear of you'll gain back the body weight and just be back at square one, I want you to confront that fear. So again, if you went on holidays and you're worried about gaining back on body fat because you just dropped a lot of weight, you had been in a deficit phase for maybe three, four months, you had done yourself justice, you know, you lost a couple of kilos and really it's that you're afraid to put that back on. You're afraid to go back to where you were beforehand because I know coming from personal experience when you're in a larger body, it does come with a lack of self-esteem and a lack of confidence and always being in your shell and not feeling like you are attractive or you know always picking at your stomach your arms your legs like I've been there okay I started in that place so I do get not wanting to go back there but you really just have to I suppose be that bit more objective with yourself and just say to yourself okay well you're going on holidays for let's say a week okay and you've just been dieting for three to four months let's say anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks Are you really going to undo everything that you worked for in 12 to 16 weeks in the space of one week? Reverse that question on yourself and basically ask yourself to get to the point where you are now or potentially where you were before you went on holidays. Did that happen in the space of a week? I highly, highly, highly doubt it. So if it didn't, then how would it be all be just unraveled and undone in one week? And I really only see one way in which this would happen. And this would be if you did a very, very restrictive dieting phase where you were very, very just food preoccupied, where nothing was a toe out of line, where you weren't really that flexible with yourself, um, where everything really just was a bit more meticulous than maybe we would have liked. And potentially you dieted right up to getting on the plane as well. In that scenario, I do see how people can go on holidays and still have very much the all or nothing mindset of just, oh, I'm on holiday, I can eat everything inside, let's go for it. If that's the way you had dieted, then you could potentially gain a lot more than you would like in the space of a week or seven days. However, if you did a deficit or did a dieting phase or fat loss phase in a more flexible way, where, you know, if there was a night out at the weekend, you still went. If there was, you know, food being cooked by somebody else, you did that instead of sticking to your macros. Or, you know, you allowed yourself to take a break from training or miss a session if you were to miss a session. If you were flexible in how you approached physically and mentally your deficit, then the chances of you undoing all of that work in the space of a week is just not going to happen. It's not. Okay. And I know that this really, it really does feed back to, I suppose, the way that you dieted and your mentality around dieting. But if you went on a very, very restricted diet, you probably did go on holidays with a bit of the all or nothing mindset. And I notice a lot now on Instagram, I try and take a bird's eye view on Instagram of what people post. 
Now, I should not read into it too much because that cannot be helpful. But I see sometimes coaches themselves posting like photos of their holidays or afterwards or after they come home. And they sometimes say things like, you know, I have ate and drank X, Y, and Z, but I'm living my life, loving it, et cetera. And then they come home and straight away their Instagram stories become, um, they're doing a little bit more cardio or they caption sweating out all the pizza and the alcohol, or I'm just going to do cardio this week just to try and get myself back to normal. And I'm just thinking to myself, um, what message is that sending to people? You know, because... I'm here saying, please stop trying to minimize the damage. Please just start to learn how to live your life a little bit easier. But we then still have messages coming through of, oh yeah, live your life. But when you go home, anything that you gain, drop right back off again. That's basically harmful. Is that the message that you're seeing? Because I've seen it quite a lot. <laughs> and I, I do think a lot of the time um, people mean this in a very, like they don't mean to be harmful with it and they don't mean it in a bad way or a negative way. But that is the message that comes across personally to me is, okay, so you were eating all this food and drinking this alcohol, but then you've come home and you're putting yourself through more cardio or better yet, you went into a deficit because you want to undo what you gained on holidays. I don't think that sends a great message. And if you've been exposed to this on your Instagram, you've probably seen it. And whether or not it's resonated with you, you've essentially just seen someone say, yeah, go on holidays, enjoy all this food and alcohol. But when you come home, you couldn't potentially just eat normal. You have to diet or you've got to do more cardio or up your steps or sweat out all this alcohol. But that, in a sense, is negative or it's a bad thing to do. And it's not. It's living your life. It really, truly is. What you need to remember before you go on holidays is you need to have acceptance, Okay. When I see these people talking about when they're on holidays trying to minimize the damage or when they come home, they're suddenly minimizing the damage or undoing, you know, all of what they may have gained on holidays. I just think, oh, fuck. like, why are you doing this to yourself? One thing I've learned that is very, very helpful is having acceptance before you go. So I went to Rome, which is obviously like foodie heaven. And I went to Rome fully accepting that I was probably going to gain weight right so I was kind of thinking to myself got about what three four days I just want to enjoy myself I don't want to necessarily want to have lighter breakfasts and lunches and have like a bigger dinner I was like I want to enjoy the food that's in front of me I want to try new foods and if that comes with some packing I'm okay with that I accepted it from the get-go I was like you know what if I come back a kilo or so heavier it's not the end of the world like I would have enjoyed Rome to its fullest and because I was in such acceptance of that I do think that my actions on holidays were honestly the best ever <laughs> I don't think I've ha had a holiday like that in a long time where I honestly couldn't have been less preoccupied with food in the best way but so in love with food everything that I ate I thoroughly enjoyed and only coming home and on reflection of it I didn't care about calories I didn't care about macros I didn't think of my protein intake I knew it was really shockingly low but I wasn't thinking about it and I wasn't worrying about it and I know there, for a fact there's people listening to this where they went on holidays and prior to going away they were tracking they did have macros and calories and 
when they were away, they started to think about, am I over under calories? Or, you know, is this high in protein? Is this not? Or will I just not eat my breakfast so that I can eat later on because I'll be over my calories? I know that you thought those things. I know you did. And I know that it can feel almost like that will never go away. But actively pushing out macro tracking in your head and thinking about calories comes with time. But really, I really do think it comes with acceptance and being in a position where if you're away, you're okay that if there's going to be some weight gain, like Christmas, for example, right? A lot of people gain weight at Christmas time because Christmas tends to be more than just a couple of days. It tends to be nearly the month of December. Are you okay with gaining weight? And some people aren't because gaining weight or gaining body fat has been almost seen as this negative thing that you're a bad person if you gain weight or you're never going to be the same again or people are going to see you differently, but that's not the case. But if you can accept it, the way in which you will view food and act around food will be different. I do thoroughly believe that because I went away accepting that I was going to come back slightly heavier. And also I knew that I was going away on holidays the heaviest weight that I've been in I think in a lot of my adult life and I was already in a gaining phase I was super accepting I also know that I was very not food focused going away so when you diet for prolonged periods of time you can become more food focused okay but so that's why you know you shouldn't diet right up to a holiday and you should have a little bit of a maintenance phase in there before you head off but I was very not food focused and so when it came to eating pastries at breakfast pizza for lunch and pizza for dinner which is genuinely the way that my diet looked I'd have like yogurt for it in the morning then I had like a pastry or two I had I got a pizza for lunch ice cream pizza for dinner ice cream and I was super okay with that and it wasn't binging it was it, it was overeating but it was very conscious awareness overeating and I was happy to make every choice that I did because I accepted it I didn't see the food as good or bad. I didn't see it as wrong or right. And I did not have this thing in my head where I was like, it's okay. When I get home, I'll just undo all this damage because I didn't see any of it as damage. And if you saw your holiday as everything that you ate being damaged or something that could potentially ruin your progress, your mindset is something that I would really highly advise that you work on for holidays coming up in the future because it's not a nice way to be. If you're if you came home and you suddenly just thought, oh, my God, what have I done and that you've ruined everything? Or if you had like a coach or a trainer that put you back into a deficit straight away, I would just question that a little bit. OK, I would question. Now, I want to talk briefly about coming home and I want to try and keep this within five, ten minutes. OK, because I am conscious of time and I don't want this to be an hour long. So we're going to try and keep it in before 45 minutes. I think that's a nice time. So coming home from your holidays this could be the time where you bring in that action of undo the damage. So you start doing loads of cardio, pull down your food and essentially just try and lose as much weight as you can in a short space of time. Please don't do that. When you come home, initially, there's going to be some water retention, there's going to be bloating and you may not feel in your best self. OK, you're going to have just flown, been on a flight where it does cause some swelling, does cause some water retention and you feel a bit meh. I also think when you come home from holidays, especially if it's been like um, a warm country, that it takes a couple of days for it to almost set in. So if you drank and ate your heart away, I think it takes a couple of days being at home for it to actually like settle in what, what you've done or your actions over those past couple of days. But the best thing that you can do when you come home 
is just try and get yourself back into your routine, okay? It's not diet, it's not restrict, it's not undo the damage, it's find your routine again, because this is typically the hardest part for people is getting back into that routine. They come home and everything seems like a mountain. To do a food shop is a mountain, to cook for themselves is a mountain, to go to the gym is bloody Mount Everest. So take it step by step. And I did this at one client, or two and I quite liked it so I will share is when you come home set yourself a level each day okay so you've got maybe over the space of five days maybe you need seven but say like day one level one is drink two liters of water so it's literally the only thing you're expecting of yourself the very first day you come back from holidays is drink like two to three liters of water because maybe you just weren't drinking enough on holidays and actually how you get rid of bloat and water retention is drink more water then day two is level two and you say, okay, today you are going to start your day off with like a high protein breakfast. Cool. And do a food shop. Okay. So get some food into your house. Day three, level three could be something like going for a 20 minute walk in the morning time. So getting up, just going out, getting some daylight, 20 minutes. That's it. Day four, you move up a level now to level four. And this could be, um, this could be having three proper meals across your day. So three to four meals across your day and that you've cooked them and they're foods that you enjoy. And then day five, level five, it could be that you go to the gym, but you tell yourself that you have to do maybe 20 minutes. And if after 20 minutes you want to leave, you leave, or you're going to choose three or four exercises that you like the most, and you're going to do two to three sets of each, and then you're done. The point of setting these levels and giving yourself just one small task to do each day is to set the bar that bit lower. Instead of coming home and being like, oh my God, now I have to do, get in my 10,000 steps and a cardio session and a training session and do a food shop and cook meals and get all my protein in. Instead of that and literally blowing your brain into pieces, you set yourself smaller, more achievable goals. And they're almost like setting these minimum standards of, okay, I'm going to minimum get two liters in then you might go above and beyond that. You might minimum say you have to do 20 minutes of a walk, but then you could end up just being out and about and getting 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or even an hour. You say, oh, okay, a minimum, I'm going to do 20 minutes in the gym. Then after you get through those first one or two exercises, you're pounding through it now and you end up doing a full session. Set those minimum targets for yourself and do those consistently for the likes of a week and you will get back into your routine quicker than ever way quicker than if you were to come home and just pull the restriction cord on yourself. That will never end well. It just won't. The other thing to do is yeah, not get on the scales. Just don't do that. So if you were using the scales before you went on holidays as a metric of progress, which is super fine, my advice would be to not get on the scales for a couple of days. Allow yourself to actually feel normal again. Okay. So for me personally, I I will share with you what my weight was before I went on holidays and what I was after. So on the 9th of August, I want to say, no, on the 8th of August, I was 62.7 kilos. Now, I'm also pretty sure that the following day, the 9th of August, I was like 63.3 or something like that, but I didn't lock it down. But I am almost positive that I did weigh myself the day before I went to Rome and it was like 63.3, but I didn't record it. So I didn't weigh myself then again until the 17th of August. So from the 8th until the 17th, I didn't weigh myself. I obviously didn't weigh myself on holidays. When I came home, I didn't weigh myself on the Monday 
for the Tuesday because I knew that it wouldn't be good for me. I knew that I was probably going to be heavier. And even though I had accepted that I was going to gain weight on holidays, it was much easier to accept it not knowing the scales. It genuinely was. And I know that might sound strange, but I think for a lot of people, this will hold true as well, where you will find getting back into the swing of things a lot easier if you just do not weigh yourself. So I didn't weigh myself on the Monday or the Tuesday. And by the Wednesday, I was actually feeling really good. So I felt like I was back to myself. Um, I kind of checked in with how I was feeling before I ever touched the scale. So I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I felt comfortable in my skin. I was like, oh, I actually just feel like I'm really back to normality. So I got on the scales and I was 63.4 kilos, which is about 0.7 kilos up from before I left. Now, like I said, I actually think I weighed in at like 63.3 before I headed off the day before I headed off, but I didn't log it. So I was like 63.4. I was like, you know what? That's really cool. That's even, that's less than a kilo. I thought it was going to be up more. I was like, that's great. Um, cool. Then the next day I weighed in and I was 62.7. So there was a massive drop off in the space of a day. So just between Wednesday and Thursday, I literally dropped 0.7 kilos and I was back to where I was pre-roll. I didn't tell you this just to show you like, oh, you know, this is my weight story. But to show you that a couple of things, A, I was weighing myself before I went away. And I so I knew my weight. I did not weigh myself the minute I got home because I knew that I was going to be carrying some water. I knew that it was going to take a couple of days to get back to normality. And I really didn't think that I was going to get back to the same way I was before I went. But lo and behold, four days being home, I was. Four days. So please give yourself time. Please give yourself a couple of days to just get back to normality. And don't let the scales impact that. And I know that it will. So if you are somebody who's notorious for getting on the scales the days after night outs or the days after you have celebrations, be it like weddings or birthdays or whatever it is, please don't do that to yourself. Please allow yourself to come home from a trip away or a holiday and take a couple of days away from the scales to just allow yourself to get back into some level of normality, some level of a routine. It will benefit you so much more. And only get back on the scales when you can check in with yourself in a positive way without them. So how are you feeling? You know, what is your mood like today, your energy like? Because you always do, and you, or you should weigh yourself first thing in the morning, before you ever do that, just ask yourself those questions of how am I feeling today? What's my mood like? How am I feeling in myself? If those things are not that great, just don't get on the scales. It will just make it 10 times worse, okay? <laughs> but if those things are pretty good, then yeah, okay, get on the scales. And it should not have a massive negative impact on you because, well, you were in a pretty good place before you got on them. So yeah, going on holidays, I know it can be tough for a lot of people, but I want you to have hopefully been able to reflect on any holiday that you were on over the last over this summer and ask yourself that question at the start of why you dieted for that holiday or why was your first thought initially when you booked the holiday? I need to diet or even just being in Ireland over the summer and when we had the really good weeks, were you thinking that you had to diet to go to the beach and have a beach day? Was that, your, was that your reasoning? Just because, well, there's no way in hell you could go to the beach without dieting. The other thing to look at is, did you go on holidays with the all or nothing mentality? And if so, you then need to look at what way you approached dieting before you went 
Was it flexible or was it quite meticulous and rigid? And did you find yourself trying to undo the damage or um, sweat out everything? Undo it all. Be mindful of who you follow on social media, who are your inspirations to get through the days. And just asking yourself, like, why do you think fat gain is damaged? Why is it damaged? Because it's not driving your car into a pole and it's not breaking a bone in your body. So why are you equating fat to damage? That's worth the question. And just the next time that you put yourself or you are going somewhere, you've got a celebration or an event or just social life in general, before you start to get into your own head thinking, oh, I need to start again now today. And, oh, I just need to diet. Like, oh my God, that last week was manic. And this probably for some of you will be like freshers week in a couple of weeks time. When that week is over, you're probably going to feel like shit. Um, if you do it in the same way that uh, a lot of us have, have, have done it in the past, your answer is no. You don't need to diet after freshers week, but it will be, can you do the levels? Can you take it step by step? Can you take it day by day and just get back into your normal routine? And if you do that, you will be much more happier in yourself. You will be much more content in yourself. And you will also start to break free of diet culture that little bit more. So I'm going to leave that there. I really don't think that followed a structure in any shape or form. And I hope you could keep up with it. But if you do have any questions, then please do feel free to reach out and message me. My DMs are always open. Um, again, it's just Gronya underscore Gibson. I will leave it in the show notes. You can click on my website. That's in the episode notes as well. If you want to see what I'm about, what I do and the services that I offer with Coach by G, which is my coaching business. And if you want to get in touch, please just message me. I would really appreciate it if you gave the podcast a review so you can give it a star rating and you can also leave a review and I would be very, very, very appreciative. And if you share it on your stories, please tag me and I hope you enjoy. So with that, I will love and leave you there. Thank you for listening and I will chat to you later.